Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Larsoul. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's, Let's get, get it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Okay, now. you're calling your shot again. A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, it's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars and LeBron and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave. Now I'd vote for you for president. This is Dan Patrick. Final hour on this Traeger Meat Friday. And yes, I have some Meat Friday songs. We will have Meat Madness. That will not be canceled this year. If you'd like to dial us up, you can. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. The Masters has been postponed. Not canceled. Postponed. We'll talk to Scott Van Pelt of the Mothership about that. NFL free agency still feels like it's going to take place starting on Monday, the legal tampering part of that. Obviously, with uh, basketball, uh, men's and women's tournaments are canceled, and the spring sports canceled as well. The NBA putting the league on hold for at least 30 days. The XFL has ended its season. Spring training is over, and the start of the season is delayed. Today's poll question, next week Tom Brady will be staying with the Patriots, joining another team, or no decision made. We had the uh, great reporter Tom Curran, NBC Sports Boston, who has been covering this with great detail. And he thinks that there's no decision made next week on Tom Brady, but he says Tom Brady is gone from the Patriots. And the question is, where would he land? And Tom Curran pointed out some things. says, I want to know what plan B is for the Patriots. Because Bill Belichick is not going to be blindsided by anything here. Is Jared Stidham... Has he shown the Patriots enough where you go, that's plan B. Jared Stidham, the Auburn quarterback, is going to be the starting quarterback for the Patriots moving forward. Can you bring in a backup, not an Andy Dalton backup, because Brady's going to cost you, what, $13.5 million on the cap uh, by becoming a free agent. And as far as Brady, where he would end up, I still feel and have felt all along the Colts made the most sense. Now, it may not make the most sense for the Colts, but it would for Brady. Very good offensive line. Got a good running game. Your skill position players are good, not great. You got a good head coach, former NFL quarterback. You got a really good GM and Chris Ballard, and you play half your games indoors. That, to me, feels like the best landing spot for him. But I don't know if they... If they view him the way he might view them. Tampa Bay, I think, is going to be all in. You know, the reports, all indications are Tampa's all in. I think Oakland, you know, John Gruden loves the quarterback he doesn't have. And I think out of respect to Brady, he would talk to him, find out what he wanted. The Chargers need Brady. I, I believe that. I don't think Brady needs the Chargers as much as the Chargers need him. But if this is about legacy, about winning another championship, it's not about money. 
At least that's what we're told. But doesn't it always end up being about money? Brady wants to be paid. He wants the respect. He wants to he wants to have people fawn all over him because he never got this. He doesn't get that with his owner or his, his coach. His owner he does. Now the owner says, hey, I'm going to stay out of this. So Brady doesn't even get that part of the equation. Chargers makes a lot of sense. Just to be relevant. You know, the, the price you pay to be relevant in Los Angeles. Tom Brady is worth that. The Raiders going to Vegas, I would stay with Derek Carr. If you're gonna if you're the Colts and you're looking at Phillip Rivers, why wouldn't you look at Tom Brady? Tampa, you gotta move on from Jameis Winston. And if Tom Brady is there for a couple of years with that talent there and that coach and Bruce Arians, okay, I understand it. I don't think you're winning a Super Bowl. Because I don't even know where you would stand with the other teams. You got the Saints who are still very good. Carolina's in a rebuild, and Atlanta, maybe the free fall is over. I'm not sure. But, you know, maybe you're, you're, you'd make the playoffs. So I don't know some of the other spots for Tom Brady, but Tom Curran said, hey, there could be eight that are at least slightly interested, but I think there's two or three that are really interested. But uh, we'll find out about Brady coming up next week. Uh, Andrew Brandt, he covers uh, the business side of sports for uh, ESPN. He says, uh, just sent out a tweet. I do understand NFL free agency does not require public gatherings and contact. And I do understand it would be a welcome relief, but I can't see it next week. Sports world is shut down. Many teams sent home optics, etc. And there is no urgency to having it now. Hashtag coronavirus. Well, I don't know. I don't know how much it's really going to bother people if you go, hey, Tom Brady signed. You might go... Yeah, hey, I got something to talk about here. Some wide receiver is going to get a contract. Is somebody going to be upset? We hold it off a week? I don't think that's going to matter. I'm not going to be bothered by it. If the players sign that new collective bargaining agreement, I'm not going to go, oh, they're making all this money. I mean, just stay on schedule here. It's okay. I, I, I don't, unless you're saying NFL teams can't do their job. And, and that is travel. Because remember, teams were traveling to Brady. They were going to his, his place. You have physicals. You're going to have to fly private to go to Brady. How many teams are going to do that? What about pro days? What about scouting? You know, so there's, I understand that part of this. And then the NFL draft. I can't imagine that they're going to hold the NFL draft in Vegas with inviting people. I, I just don't think that we'll be in, in any position by then, where we go, it'll be safe to travel. It'll be safe to get into a group here. Uh, and that's, that's a crowd, $750,000. I think they'll have the draft, but the draft may be teams just call in. The, the old school way of holding a draft, where you just pick up the phone and say, the Detroit Lions are taking Tua Tonga-Vailoa. You can have cameras in the war rooms there. You can have a camera at some of the high draft picks, uh, the homes of uh, the high draft picks there. And we don't have those awkward hugs with the commissioner. I'm all for that. And you do it in Vegas next year. It seems simple, right? Uh, Andrew Brandt with another tweet. Please, uh, players don't report to NFL teams for almost two months. There's no timing uh, reason to start the league year now. Maybe free agency and draft in same week as big NFL showcase week. Just a thought. All right. Uh, 
I, I appreciate him looking out for us, but I'm okay. Like I'm on, I, I'm okay if there if, if there happens to get some, you know be some really big news. I think my life is going to be okay. If I'm at home quarantined in my basement, I think I'll be okay to take that information. Uh, Tony in California joins us. Hey, Tony, what do you have for me? Hey, Dan, how's everybody doing? Hey, bud. Hey, so happy meet Friday. Hey, just just so you guys know, before you know, Curran and before Rado and Dion were talking about the Niners, I you guys had me on the show, and I told you that he was going to the 49ers back on the 27th. You look at the uh, uh, the, the last or the last segment of the first hour; it's there. What, what day was this? January 27th? No, February 27th. Oh, February 27th. Okay. Yeah. So, so that... that was just before it all broke out. And then you, you think Jimmy G is getting $27, $28 million. Well, what if you paid, you know, Brady another five? You know, or you, know, you get him up in that range. And, and you guys talked about, you know, Brady in a Chargers uniform, how good he looked. Well, just think of him in that scarlet red with those baby blue eyes and truth <laughs> just beating out, scanning defenses and breaking them down. Easy, Come on. easy there, Tony. Uh, Tony, uh, thank you, though. And uh, I'm sorry I didn't acknowledge that you uh, said Brady could go to the 49ers there. But imagine the powder blue Charger uniforms with Tom's blue eyes. Yes, Paul. That's why I think Tampa is out. I, Tampa released their a look at their new uniforms. Mm. They're a tweaked version. They're a better version of their current awful, awful uniforms. <laughs> but they're not the creamsicles or orange version. They're less putrid. I think Brady and creamsicle would look pretty good. Right. I, they're not going that direction, and Tom Brady cannot wear that. His wife would never allow it. And the fact that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch haven't said anything about this publicly where they're backing Jimmy Garoppolo is awkward. Right. And and the less I hear about it, the more I think it's real. Because, you know, you have agendas here. You have both sides with the Patriots, Brady and, and Belichick. And then you have teams that are trying to get the information out there. You know, Tampa made it clear they're all in on Tom Brady. The Raiders, nah, I think we found our guy in Derek Carr. Uh, the Niners haven't really publicly backed Jimmy Garoppolo. I think George Kittle is the one guy who has so far. So that feels like that's real. The Colts haven't said anything about Brady. It's been, and I told you this first during the Super Bowl week. The scout told me, if you're looking for Phillip Rivers to play for another team, look at Indianapolis. And that appears to be the destination. Now it sounds like Tennessee is going to re-sign Ryan Tannehill. Okay. How many other options does Brady have? And, and do you want to go back to New England? You want to get another offer. You'd love to get an offer to take back to New England and maybe get into a bidding war here. I think you're just trying to create leverage here. But if I'm the Niners, do I give up on Jimmy Garoppolo? Only if I think what I've seen is, is as good as it's going to get. Would the Patriots want Jimmy Garoppolo back? That would be telling if all of a sudden Jimmy Garoppolo is cut and then Belichick doesn't sign him. That would, that would probably give you your answer of maybe how other teams feel about Jimmy Garoppolo. But Garoppolo almost won the Super Bowl. If he wins the Super Bowl, we're not having this conversation, right? Right? We, we don't have this conversation because you're going to go, yeah, you won the Super Bowl and we're going to move on from you. He had two passes batted down. Did he miss a home run throw? Yes, he did. 
Uh, bad interception. It felt like the Titans and the Niners were hiding their quarterbacks in the postseason. And that's why I think those are the two landing spots for Brady. And Tampa might be, you know, the wild card there. But where can you win? You can win in San Francisco. You, you got to the AFC title game in Tennessee. But I still think there are two to three teams that are really, you know, that will sign or could sign Tom Brady. I think there are teams that are interested, and I think that they're those who will do their due diligence. But I, you know, when you say eight teams, that seems a lot. That seems like a lot. Um, we got Meet Friday songs. I try to pick up morale around here a little bit. And I, I said to the big German, go out and get some meat. We're having a Traeger meat Friday today, and uh, so we got some uh, sausages, some brats, and some burgers. We need to celebrate here. I'm going to celebrate because there's not going to be any celebrating going on for a while. So if you're watching on YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show, that's uh, Tyler out there. Tyler, the moderator in the chat room, is also the one who is uh, doing the cooking today. <laughs> he, he's cooking and, cooking and censoring people simultaneously. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He carries his computer around with him, and then he goes into uh, the chat row, and he monitors everything. And now we've got him cooking. I don't know if he's ever cooked for us before. But look, we, we got a, a skeleton crew here, so you're asked to do a couple of jobs here. you got to do at least two things. Garbage and graphics. You know, <laughs> burgers and chat room. You know, they're... Cutting cameras and mail. Yeah. Screening calls, parking cars. All right. Some uh, Meet Friday songs. Scott in Tennessee. Meet Friday song. Little Lizzo here. Andrew Seaton, Fritzy Ponyo, everybody gather round. Traeger. Chicken, sausage, and some steak, and the best grill chef in town. Traeger. They be dripping so much sauce. Got DP looking like ragu. So is you. If I'm grilling, everybody gonna eat. Chad from Traeger cooking all the recipes. Put some sauce on that like Casey Masterpiece. Cause everybody knows that Friday's made for meat. It ain't my fault that the dinner's getting loose. Gonna add to my That's uh, that's Scott in Tennessee. Classic. Obviously, nobody uh, listened to these songs before they made air. Well, that's because right. We have the the guy. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. The car parker. So, so Marvin, who is now answering phone calls, also is doing Meet Friday songs. Apparently, spent more time answering phone calls than listening to the music. Uh, this is from uh, Taylor in Milwaukee. Don't you forget about me. Meet me Friday. Don't you forget about me. We'll make love and break his glasses. What a goofball system, goofball. Seaton's laughing, Chad is grilling. Ribeye, 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 ribeye. If you recognize. All right, that's Taylor in Milwaukee. 
And we'll come up with the brackets here for uh, the Traeger songs, the uh, Meat Madness here. Sarah in Ohio. I used to be an idiot, (laughs) grilling with propane, but I couldn't take the lack of taste, I had to spice it up, now I'm cooking a real steak on that Traeger grill, but don't you try to cut it, that steak has got a rest, you might think it's smoky but the flavor is there i'm throwing those t-bones on it's medium rare a little huey lewis in the news there uh, the uh, traeger meat friday songs once again one minute or less and uh we'll you uh, can get them in this weekend but we have our bracket challenge that'll be starting uh coming up next week we'll take a break scott van pelt the great scott van pelt on loan from the mothership will uh join us coming up Casey you- singing a song for us I don't know if I ever heard Van Peasy sing a song before. I'm trying be to think fun. who else sang, because I would sing every day at the mothership. I was always singing a song. Not well, but I'd always sing a song. I don't know if anybody else, I, like I'm humming music all the time, but I don't know, you guys think of anybody else? Chris McKendry? No, I never, no. never heard her. Not much of a singer. No, I don't think so. I guess something else. Berman? Uh... Berman would just do lyrics. Yeah, he would do Bob Dylan lyrics or something. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Yes, yeah, Tom. Bob Lee, Charlie Steiner, not big with the crooning? No, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> Stuart Scott, I don't remember. Stuart would do some rap occasionally. Uh, Rich Eisen, no. Oberman, no. Chris Fowler, no. But remember, I was there for morale. Like of all the employees... I was asked to make sure I showed up to do my radio show on Fridays because I wanted to do it from home. And they said, no, you're good for morale. That's a compliment. Yeah. They didn't mean it that way. No, they did not. Sure had the opposite effect, too, I can tell you that. (laughs) Kind of of the reason we're here right now. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, I'd be in such a bad mood coming in because I just said, can I do a, just so I can like reintroduce myself to my kids, could I do the show from home? You'll never know the difference. That was a rough, rough stretch there. Thank you, Tom. What are we going to do? Talk about that for three hours? That would be somebody responsible. Uh, I guess I do. No, no. I, I, right, then what do we do for the next two hours and 54 minutes? We add 15 pieces of paper and be like, hey, so this is what we're thinking. Okay, so that's the first five minutes. Uh, what else do we have? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, all right. Well, yeah. go yeah. back to the drawing board, boss. Yeah. Yeah. But look at me now. Look at you now. Look at me Piece now. Piece of cake. Yeah. yeah. Piece of cake. Yeah. You, you remove the corporate part of this. You remove all of those stuffed shirts, suits. And look at us. You talked about two weeks ago? Mm, oh, uh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh, too soon. Too soon. I'm not officially divorced from AT&T. Oh, so my bad. I got to still play McLovin. Play nice. Yeah, I got Oh, yeah. McLovin left. I, I, didn't, I didn't miss him. He had to go pick up his kids. So uh, we're down to Dennett. How did we manage this today? Does anybody have an update on the poll results? Uh, yeah, they're not up there. <laughs> I checked. They're not up there. We, I, I tried to put them up there two, two hours ago, but I couldn't figure it out. Back to you. Yeah, but you once again, you have to have another job. Everybody right. has two jobs. I'm not good at the technical stuff. I sent it to McLovin, but he's driving. He has a special access code to get in there for some reason. Oh, he does? Yeah, we, none of us have the password. We don't know how to put that up. Yeah, all right. Uh, let me take a break. We'll talk to Scott Van Pelt. The Masters has been postponed. Not, not canceled, postponed. But trying to find that window for the Masters. 
We'll talk to Scott about that. Uh, 20 after the hour, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. At Elixinol, our mission is simple. Improve the quality of people's lives through the power of cannabinoids like CBD. Yes, it is a tall order, but we have the knowledge and experience to deliver. We embarked on this journey decades ago, and for the past five years, we've focused our efforts on the science, research, and development of world-class CBD products. Every day, more athletes are adopting CBD as part of their pre- and post-workout routines. That's why Elixinol, the number one most recommended brand of CBD, created their new sports gel, a custom blend of USA-grown broad-spectrum CBD, arnica, capsaicin, and complementary essential oils that's the perfect post-workout refresher. With no detectable amount of THC, broad-spectrum CBD provides the benefits of the whole hemp plant without the risk of THC. All of these powerhouse ingredients are formulated in a unique gel format that absorbs quickly, leaving no greasy residue. Get back what the day takes out with CBD sports gel from Elixinol. Want to try sports gel for yourself? Head over to Elixinol.com, that's E-L-I-X-I-N-O-L.com, and use the code PATRICK20 at checkout to receive 20% off sports gel today. Elixinol CBD. It's kind of amazing. Make sure you go to danpatrick.com and check out all the swag we got. St. Patty's Day t-shirts and also our Mookie Betts tribute. Who knew that Mookie's middle name began with L, MLB? Yeah, MLB. Mookie, is it Lynn? I think it's Mookie Lynn Betts. Yeah, that sound right? that sounds right. Yeah. But was he named after Mookie Wilson or people thought he was named after Mookie Wilson, of course, the uh, man who tormented the 1986 Boston Red Sox. Did we find that out? I thought McLovin was looking at that with Mookie, Mookie Lynn Betts. He's actually on location investigating that right now. M- McLovin is? Yeah. Yeah, McLovin is not with us uh, today. But uh, he'll be back tomorrow. You guys have any game plan for what we're going to do next week? Besides free agency? Are we all in on football next week? Yeah. There's a lot that's going to happen this weekend. Really? Oh, yeah. What is going to happen this weekend? Find out Monday at yeah, the Dan Patrick That's show. what it is. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. I think we're going to be talking about what we binge watched. Like, I'm going to eventually finish the Miles Davis documentary that I've been watching for the last couple of days. Uh, NASCAR, is NASCAR done for this weekend, Paulie? Dan, uh, a source close to a NASCAR team with a NASCAR team told me the driver's been told to pack up in Atlanta, and drivers are packing up and heading home. No official release from NASCAR, but the race this weekend in Atlanta, as an hour ago, is still on. But a NASCAR uh, race team owner said been, drivers being told to pack up. Because they were going to hold that race with no fans. And now they decided they're not going to hold that race. You have uh, the Masters is going to be postponed, not canceled. Uh, you got the next, I think, three events that are going to be postponed. I don't know how you reschedule these, but uh, let's bring in Scott Van Pelt. Uh, by the way, great work all week long on uh, Wednesday night. You, you guys did some really great stuff there. Uh, during that uh, Dallas game, you guys uh, on your show did a wonderful job. Thanks for joining us, Scotty. Uh, it's my pleasure, and, and Dan, as someone truly could understand it when you go up to do a, a fill segment a fill being just as it's advertised 
uh, in between games um, following the Dallas game in anticipation of the New Orleans Sacramento game, and then you find that that game is canceled, and then your fill segment becomes an hour and something of live, entirely unscripted, no commercial break television. It is uh, it's something. Uh, it's memorable, that's for sure. And obviously, the content wasn't what any of us wanted, but we were just trying to give the you know most updated information that we had and it was happening truly in real time yeah i think we're all going through that now in real time where all of a sudden somebody says uh this sport is postponed this tournament is canceled now the masters is postponed and i i'm starting to wonder like what else is left what what is left to happen except for maybe free agency and the nfl is pushed back uh, and we don't have the NFL draft, but I'm looking at this next win, this 30 day window, let's say, or or 45 or six. What do you think is next that could happen? I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know, and I hesitate to even wonder. I mean, as far as the sports go, Dan, there, there's there, I mean, there's nothing left. There's there's nothing left to uh, to uh, to postpone. I mean, I. I I was just FaceTiming with my wife and my kids are down at the, down at the beach in Florida. And our sister-in-law said that, uh, that one of my kids' cousins said, hey, you can do our Little League games, so maybe we'll do the Red Sox <laughs> down in Jacksonville. I mean, I, I had, I had, I had a, uh, I'll just say Justin Thomas, so I was going to be coy about it, but he and I were texting back and forth with the, the players suspended, uh, uh, actually canceled. And he joked that he'd send in video of his practice rounds, and then by the time we our text chain was done, we had him and Ricky Fowler playing left-handed with sponsors, and I would wear a hazmat suit. I mean, we're going to have to come up with with content and be creative because there's nothing left to to postpone. And yeah, I said last night on the show that, and I really do believe this, Dan, that that, that Gobert was the tipping point because he became this this. It, it, the urgency of them suspending that game is where it felt like a movie. It's like someone sprinting out on the floor to say, wait, you can't play, and Gobert has it, and it's like it. And and so the NBA almost immediately says the season suspended, and that was the domino that led everything else to happen. If he doesn't test positive, I, I think right now conference tournaments are playing with no, with no fans. I think they would have continued on. It was inevitable that we were going to run into a stoppage of some sort, but in a, in a weird way, this guy who is you know pretty reckless and irresponsible and making jokes about it then becomes the face of it, but then maybe can become the face in a good way if it turns out that you know a week from now or whatever he's actually healthy and you go oh so wait you mean you, you you don't just you know you don't just fall over and die well I think we can read that that's the case but when there's a visible proof of of someone having it and you're like oh that's okay. Not okay, but it, it's not a death sentence. Then it becomes a, maybe a, a positive in that we have a little bit more awareness about it, understanding that the elderly and the, those with pre-existing conditions really have to be kept safe. But I, I, who the hell knows, man? I mean, in, in real time, we're all just figuring it out, and it's just such a it's just such a bummer. Well, I also agree with you on Rudy Gobert. You know, he unintentionally, I think, helped a lot of people. Uh, he made it real because you're seeing yeah. something. And once again, we go back to real time and it's like, wait, the Thunder jazz game is not going to take place. Why? And, you know, the fans didn't even know, as the public address announcer says, and drive home safely and visit OklahomaCity.com for more information here. And you're going, wait, wait, what, what just happened? And then right. Doris Burke was doing the Mavs game and she said, I, I like she just said I can't focus on this. I can't imagine the Pelicans Sacramento Kings game. Then you're going, wow. Like where is this going? And if Rudy Gobert doesn't in the Big East yesterday, 
I, I go, wait, they're out there. Okay, they're going to do introduction. Wait, the referee has the ball. Wait, they're out at the center. Wait, they're they're playing? And I went, yeah. oh, you guys. And then I go, oh, my God. At halftime, then they canceled. I went, it's just crazy. I mean, I, I, there's nothing that will ever compare to this as far as a week. And I've been doing this for 35 years. Like, this is yeah. crazy. I hope we never have this again. But it just like every – it felt like 24 hours was 48 hours. Yeah, it, it did, and and again, your uh, the the dominoes is Gobert and the NBA because once they said we're not doing it, then everybody else that was sort of beneath them, particularly in basketball, um, you know, on the college side, I'm like, there's just no way they can do it. And I, I like you, I was just shocked that they that they moved forward in, in the garden, and then for them to just to get to halftime, and then hey, St. John's, like you know, you're good, <laughs> nice half, you got a lead over a team that's really good, but I'm sorry, that's the end of that. It was just. You know, and surreal is a word that's getting to work out right now, but it, it certainly is that. And um, I, I know, I know for a fact that a lot of coaches in college were were trying to um, convince the NCAA to to postpone rather than cancel. Just give some time to perhaps um, allow for this to get better and improve. But the, the logistical challenge with venues and with timelines for players who might not be in college, I mean, it, so many of these schools, Dan, are going online only, like you can't be on campus, so where the hell are you going to practice? And, I mean, it's just, it sucks, for lack of a more uh, graceful way to put it, but it's just, it really sucks, for, particularly for college basketball players who are seniors or people that were heading to the NBA early that, that you know, they don't at least get 40 more minutes together to to play because I mean that's an incredibly abrupt thing. I think of your Dayton Flyers. I, I yeah. said this last night. I'm obviously I'm crushed for my Maryland Terps. Everyone knows that's where I'm from. I'm more crushed for Dayton than anybody else because this is probably as good as it'll ever be. And then it, you don't even get another game. It's just it's really really horrible. He's Scott Van Pelt of the Mothership joining us on the program. Uh, the Masters game plan. What do you think it is? I've been talking back and forth with a lot of people this morning, and and, and I am. I was struck by this. If they did this, um, the, ma- the masters prefer the term resources to money. Um, and I would just say, as it relates, as, as it, well, I mean, you know, there's, we don't have a back and a front. We have a first and a second nine. I, I, you know all the proper terminology. Yes. Well, the, the resources at their disposal as it rela- would relate to the medical community, I have to believe, are, are unrivaled. So if they're doing this, I have to believe that it is because they've, have spoken to the, the leading medical authorities in the world who just explained why now would be a bad time. I think that they are one of the rare events in sports that could essentially name their call their shot. I mean, I, I know they wouldn't want to trample, you know, the PGA Tour or or obviously another major championship and, and just, you know, play the trump card and, and, and just name a date and say, OK, well, here's where we're playing. And it's like, well, no, actually, we've got another event. I think they could would try to work within the framework of is there a spot on the schedule? But truly, if they said we're playing on this date in June or this date in September or whatever, everybody'd show up because it's the Masters. Um, but I, I imagine that even for all the resources they have, I don't believe that those that they have the answer to when this is going to pass and when would even be feasible. But my hope, as someone who loves the event, is that that they can sort out a spot on the schedule where it makes sense. But 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 they close their course down. 
during the season for a, for a period of time. Like it, it's just closed, and, and I don't. So I don't know. I don't know when logically they'll be able to do it. I also wondered about you know I, I hate using the word, but I'll use it. The optics of playing golf at the Players' Championship first round, and then all of a sudden, late last night, the commissioner says uh, we're not going to we're not going to continue this. I think they could have continued it. No fans so there, and I don't. But I think it would have looked bad, and I think the or the uh, PGA Tour was concerned about how it looked instead of we can actually do this. And I don't I don't know if any players are going to have any problem with this. My guess, Dan, is this: Rory McIlroy, who is not only the reigning champion, not only the number one player in the world, but as as thoughtful yeah. and grounded an athlete as I think we have in sports right now. When he says, you got to test everybody, I think that sends a shiver down the spine of, of Jay Monahan, the commissioner, who he wasn't, um, he wasn't uh, combative in his press conference on Thursday, but he was explaining why they were going to try to play. I think they were just trying to be hopeful, trying to be optimistic. Listen, we're going to try to, you know, we're going to play without fans. We think we can try to protect each other, this and that. But when Rory says that, and then let's say you just, let's say you test the whole field. G- given what, what we are learning about this, almost certainly, whether there are symptoms being shown or not, a caddy, a player, somebody carrying the, the sign with the player's score on it, um, somebody out there probably has it. And then once you find out, well, you know, the PGA Tour put the players at risk because so-and-so had this virus, well then, and I'm with you, I don't like the term optics, but it certainly doesn't look great if, if, if you've carried on and it turns out that, that this was the, the circumstance you carried on in spite of. So I just think the more they thought about it, they just thought, you know what, like everybody's hunkering down, we'll join them. What's the game plan for the next week? You know Mike McQuaid um, well. Um, I he, he's he was he, back in the day. He was your guy with Keith on the big show, and he's sort of my boss of bosses. And we're we're trying to figure it out. I mean, I like to think we're a fairly creative bunch, um, and we can create uh, content um, in in many different ways. But I mean, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a friggin' magician. Like, I, I don't know. I, Dan, I honestly don't know. I don't know what we'll do. I don't know if we will hit the pause button um, and just run games. Like everything becomes ESPN class. I don't know. I mean, none of us has ever have ever been confronted with a world where there truly are no, no games. Um, so we just desperately need to be popping and go nuts. Like, you know, Brady to the Raiders. You know, we can make a day out of that. God a knows. day? I'm making a week out of that. A month. <laughs> if need be. I mean, you know, we could run simulations. I mean, but, you know, we'll, we'll we're, listen, we're going to try our best. We're going to try to be a place people can come for, for a diversion. But if, if we've got nothing to cover, I mean, I, I really don't know what it's going to look like. We were surprised how easy it was to get a hold of you today. How so? You think I'd be hunkered down? Yeah, no sports to cover. We figured you were just sitting around not doing anything all by yourself. And we, you know, you know, we're calling Barkley did. next. Well, didn't he <laughs> make sure he's okay? I mean, he, he apparently he's making sure he's all right. Listen, I know. I, I know. mean, I could be in the middle of anything and I would, uh, I'd always have time for you guys. You know that. I called Bayheim. Bayheim's a mess. He's at home. His wife's yelling at him. <laughs> yeah, this, we, we're going to all be kind of. I think we got nothing. Like that's what. My, that's the biggest thing right now. Is like this is my favorite day. This Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Friday of this week and next week are my favorite days of the year. And now I, I'm just I'm off, and I I don't know what to do. I guess I'll read a book. 
Great to talk to you again. And once again, tell the staff, uh, your, your guys, they did a great job this week. Certainly that Wednesday night. That was, uh, that was good TV. means a lot, Dan. I appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, buddy. That's Scott Van Pell. I still think back to when Bayheim was on first hour. It's like he's just sitting there. And, you know, you know, he's always like his, his face is melting into his hand because he's, he's always. Uh, and, and you could hear his wife say, either get out of the house or do the laundry there. Uh, he's not home at this time of the year, usually. Uh, I think there'll be a lot of these coaches can't go recruiting, they can't do anything. So it's not like Fritzy. None of these coaches can say uh, not not available. Exactly, they're all going to be available. Very available. Yeah, yeah, Paul. I'm worried about Jim Nance. Jim Nance has the Final Four and the Masters, Ooh. and he's got a ton of free time. He, I know he takes vacation in February, Mister Nance. You've been at his house. We've been at, but February's vacation. I'm time, okay with that. And he's back to work. If I was quarantined at Jim Nance's house, oh, I would be fine. That'd be a one seat for quarantine. I, I would be okay with that. Should Jim do a show from his backyard this month? It just just talk and eat cheese and wine, or maybe he could just he could he could showcase his wine, his balls. He, he could uh, on his par three. He could do that. His clothing collection, right? He's got the yeah, he's, he's got vineyard on. vines. Maybe he could do some interviews via remote. I think that uh, you know we could keep Jim busy. That sounds like a show. And we'll, we have a hard time programming ourselves, and now we're going to help program other people. Yeah, see. My favorite part of Jim Nance's house Hello, is when you friends. walk inside, he's given like a quick little tour, and you go inside the wine room there. It's like a big sort of closet, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, it's like temperature is perfect, all this yeah. stuff. And right in the corner down on the floor, it's about half a 30-pack of Bud Light. Like, <laughs> I know. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. I, I knew it. I, it. It was, But I think that might have been just for guests. I don't know if that uh, – Jim doesn't strike me as he's cracking a Bud Light. But just, you're right, even the fact that he had it there. Yeah. And that end – that there was only about a half of it left. Yeah. It's still in the box, still in the 30-pack box, but the top was a little crushed in, so you knew that they did some damage. I'm like, yes, dude, that's my guy. Yeah, we're crushing some Bud Light. Yeah, yeah Paul. Yeah, Jim Nance having Bud Light was like Bob Costas wearing jeans at one time. We're going, oh, Bob Costas wears jeans. Yeah. Jeans, a Texas baseball Longhorn. cap. Yeah. And when we went downstairs, he had a Bud bottle. What? Respect. I know, when he stayed for lunch that day. That was wild. That was the best. And then, you know, we, we ordered beers. And uh, all of a sudden, Bob says, uh, take a bud in bottle. And I went, whoa. Yeah, he's t- talking real estate advice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sipping on a bud bottle and a lobster <laughs> roll. Like, dude, this that is amazing. So great. That sounds like a show right there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. Uh, we have some meat to eat. I, I had the big German go out and get some food for this Traeger Meat Friday. So uh, we'll see how Tyler, the moderator, has done on the grill. Even Tyler, the moderator, can't screw up the Traeger grill. He looked like he was in control out there. While monitoring the uh, chat row. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. We wear a couple of hats here. All right. We'll take a break. Back after this. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. 
And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Close up a uh, shop here on what has been maybe the craziest week that I've ever experienced as a professional broadcaster. And just words of advice heading into the weekend. Be safe. also want to thank this audience for being patient with us. And certainly next week and in the coming weeks, uh, we'll do our best. Uh, there'll be things to cover. Uh, we do have NFL free agency, but uh, you've come to trust us uh, this far. And uh, we'll continue to try to provide the right stories, the right people. And we might color outside the lines a little bit, but just know that we're doing it to uh, entertain you the best we can. This day in sports history, Paulie, what do you have for us? Got a few of them. Uh, 1999, A.C. Green of the Mavericks plays 1,000th consecutive game. 1894, J.L. Johnstone invented the horse racing starting gate. I'm fascinated to know what they did before the starting gate. Well, I was just hanging out, and someone yelled, go. Um, 1998, Dan, this is going to make you miss the tournament. Bryce Drew hits mm-hmm. a leaning three-pointers. Time expires to give Valpo, Valparaiso. Mississippi State? Mississippi. 70-69 upset of Mississippi in the first round of the NCAA Midwest Regional. That was 98. And here's a weird one. 1915, Dodgers manager Wilbert Robinson tries to catch a baseball dropped from an airplane, but for some reason the pilot substituted a grapefruit because he thought it would be safer. No word if he caught it. No. Well, that's what I want to know. I know. We're, we're working on it. That's a tease for next week. <laughs> we'll do one segment on that. Uh, yeah. We'll get a grapefruit grower who will join us. We're getting an analyst there. Fritzy, you got your work cut out for you. I'll tell you. you. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Anybody got weekend plans here? Main cabin masters and building Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of TV and uh, food, I think. Yeah. What about you, toddler? Movies, hanging out with the family. Not going anywhere. But that's... My regular life. Isn't that what we do every weekend? Pretty much. (laughs) No changes. Yeah, I'm trying to get my kids home from school. You know that, because, and then not knowing if they're going back. Like it's really strange time because one is graduating from law school and doesn't know if she's going to graduate via Skype, and uh, the other one coming home for spring break and doesn't know if she's going back. And so it's just crazy times there, crazy times. Uh, Dan in Minnesota. Hey, Dan, what do you have for me today? I have a suggestion to help you fill uh, probably a good 100 days of your show. Okay. If you took every Major League Baseball team and go by position, including relief pitchers and pitching coaches and managers, and debate one position every hour, like, you know, who's the best first baseman in Seattle Mariners history? You guys just debate it for an hour. Then you go to the second hour, you go second baseman. And then you could do uh, three and a half days on one team. And there's 30 teams. And then the, and then the winner you could have as a guest. You call Edgar, Edgar Martinez up when he wins best. Oh, I forgot DH. There's another one. There's another hour right there. You could kill 100 days easily by doing this. Thank you, Dan. Kill me. 
Yeah, I already tuned out of the call. I didn't even get through the call before I tuned out. Joining us now is Alvin Davis. Alvin, congratulations. You're the best Seattle Mariner first baseman in history. Yes, Paulie. Joining us now, Dan Gladden from the Minnesota Twins. How do you feel about your nomination here? Should I scrap that bit? I had it worked up. Uh, yeah, I thought he was going to go down each roster. And I appreciate the hustle on that, though. It was very well thought out. Was it thought of? Yeah. Well, you know what the problem is? Is that, like, uh, and the go-to joke around here, I know, especially sometimes for Paul, it's just like, yeah, well, we're not going to bro- you know, break down the Mariners' bullpen for three hours. <laughs> yeah, and then he kind of yeah. called and was just yeah. like, hey, what do you mean? On second you, thought. Every day, break down a different bullpen. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Best bullpens in history. Oh, boy. 80s best bullpen. I, Go. I, I am thrilled that I'm done for the week. And uh, go into the weekend, and we'll figure this out on Sunday. Todd usually starts reaching out Friday night. Hey, uh, what are you thinking for Monday? And then Saturday, hey, what are you thinking for Monday? Just, you know, how about you wait till Sunday, Todd, to bother me? That'll probably be best. Thank you. What did you learn today, Todd? Jim Beheim would have preferred playing the conference tournament games with no fans and then regroup on Tuesday to see if they could salvage the tournament. What did I learn on today's program? Um, during these anxious times, it's comforting to see brats and burgers cooking on the Meat Friday Traeger Grill. If you run a small business, you should go to LegalZoom right now. Make sure you're set up for success. Go to LegalZoom.com today. Take care of your business needs. Enter the promo code Patrick in the box at checkout. LegalZoom, where life meets legal. We'll talk to you on Monday, we hope. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening. 